This episode of Small State Big Takes is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbooks apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code SSBT will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more, with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers who use code SSBT get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place $5 bets on anything. That's code SSBT only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hope is here. Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit GameSenseMA.com. 21 plus, physically present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offers, participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. This is episode 236, I think. (laughs) Steve Scott. I'm not going to spoil it, but he might be making a return next week. Might. Maybe. Big. Big if true. Big if true. (laughs) And uh, not only do we have a guest today, but we do have another guest, another recurring guest lined up to join us next week. So we're going to save most of the Red Sox talk for the Red Sox guests next week. That only makes sense. We can touch on Red Sox, of course, but uh, next week will be very Red Sox focused. Today we brought on our NBA guy, uh, it's it's Lance Lance Lancey Pants is back in action. Uh, been on a few times. Remember before last season, I think may have been the first when I hopped on the Kings bandwagon. I was a year early. Uh, tur- that's okay. But he's back with NBA playoffs. We're not big NBA guys, but when opportunity presents itself to have Lance on, we got to we got to jump on it. So Lance is accompanied. Gilly and I, Josh is on a 20 hour work shift and is a new dad. So he needs all the sleep he can get. Uh, So it's about to be newlywed Lance with Gilly. And we are, we are pumped. What's going on guys. I am pumped to be here. Thank you as always. I mean, like you said, the the Kings bandwagon, I mean, hell it paid off this year. It it is, it's looking good. I know everyone's picking against them. I know maybe you'll, hopefully you'll you'll throw some money on them because I believe in the Sacramento Kings. Tell you what, I I did throw a little bit money on them today because I I saw that the Warriors are favored like minus two ninety minus three hundred to win that series. I and again, Warriors will probably win. Don't get me wrong, but a little little bit of cheddar on the Kings. They they're a hell of an offense. They can't defend for shit. So that's where you're just that basically saying, them. yeah. And are the Warriors gonna be looking like their old selves? Probably closer to it with Wiggins back, but no, I'm I'm with you. It's going to be a fun. That's a fun first round series. The Beam Team. I would not want to go <laughs> into the Golden One Center. That place is going to be absolutely bonkers. And that is, I, they can't win on the road. I was going to say yeah. on top of that, the Warriors are like one of the even I know the Warriors are one of the worst road teams in the NBA this year. They are just awfuls, and that is a rowdy, passionate fan base in Sacramento. When they are good, which doesn't hasn't happened in 20 years, that place packs a punch so i mean at like plus 260 or whatever it is i mean come on gotta eat it up um real quick you say that about the the warriors uh being a bad road team 
I have a crazy stat for you that I just want to double check really quick before I say it and, uh, and, and have a chance of being incorrect. And it is true. Oh, no, it's a little bit different now. The Kings, for the longest time this year, were the only team in the West with an above 500 record on the road. The Clippers just barely squeaked out. Now they're 21 and 20 on the road. Isn't that insane? Everyone else in the West is below 500 on the road, including the number one seed just, Nuggets. They're the 19, West has 22. just been nuts. Like, yeah. I, I mean, Sacramento sneaking up there has certainly been big. I think the big thing for the Warriors... If they can win like game one, if they win game one, they're definitely winning the series. If they win game two, I give them a, I, I still think they can win it. But if Sacramento can go two and zero at home and steal one in Golden State, I they got a chance. I love that Kings offense. I'm a big Kevin Herter guy. Love Sabonis. Always on my fantasy team. Was not this year, unfortunately, but that is. Uh, I, I love that team. I love what Mike Brown's done. Definitely the coach of the year. And I am, I'm in on Sacramento because I think if it really sets up, if they can just, if the Lakers can knock off Memphis, they can get seven. And if Sacramento can go through Golden State and the Los Angeles Lakers, that would be the the biggest, that would be the franchise's best accomplishment ever. If they could just get both of their arch nemesis, I think that would be the coolest thing ever. And it could set up like that. I, I don't like the Grizzlies against the Lakers. I hate that matchup. Uh, go Sacramento. That That's where I'll leave that at. I love it. Shout out Kevin Herter. Upstate New York legend went to the same high school as one of my good friends. And actually his teammate sad to say Ian Anderson on the Braves just uh rotator cuff or was it? Yeah. I UCL. think Tommy John UCL, yep. Yep. but still those just like upstate New York, Saratoga Springs area legends. That just blows my mind. Like, and again, I know it's a bigger public school, but still the fact that they came from the same school and, and played together at certain levels wild, but yeah, no, I'm in on it. All right, so before we get to the Celtics predictions, let's hear, like, sounds like you're in on the Kings, both of you guys. I'm interested to hear uh, outside of the Kings, like maybe a sleeper team in the West and East and then a bus team in the in the West and the East. So, uh, for example, the fucking 76ers are probably a popular bus team because it's Doc Rivers and it's, like, how how far can Joel Embiid actually take him? Where the Nuggets going to get swept to a crappy team again in the first round and Jokic it doesn't get to make a name for himself? Are the fucking Trailblazers even in the playoffs? I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. What are you guys looking at? Let me pull up the bracket here. I mean, I guess, yeah, we'll start. Sleeper in the West. I mean, it's even hard to call them a sleeper. I mean, the 4-5 matchup, uh, the Suns, it's hard to call them a sleeper. I, I think mm-hmm. they're favored to the, win the West for a reason. That could also be a bus team. We can talk about that in a second. But a sleeper, if they get right, if they get healthy, the Los Angeles Clippers. I know they're not really a sleeper. They're a five. They got the toughest matchup. I think they could beat Phoenix. I really do. I mean, you got to see everyone. Phoenix is undefeated with, with Kevin Durant, Booker, CP3. But who have they played? I know they had that Dallas win. I think that was a little while ago right before Durant got hurt I think his second or third game yeah. if the Clippers could get through that matchup I think whoever wins that matchup I think will beat Denver just because Denver really not a good playoff track record I like the Clippers if they can get through round one without Paul George that's a big thing I think that's what's going to kill them but if they can do that and Paul George can get back 
I mean, the Clippers were in the conference finals two, three years ago, that bubble seat when the, the Suns made the finals, they, they were right there in the conference finals. They can get right. They can all get healthy. I, I really like the Clippers in the West It's kind of a sleeper. Everyone's talking about them. Kendrick Perkins keeps changing his goddamn mind about who he likes Phoenix <laughs> or Los Angeles. But uh, I'd say the Clippers are a good sleeper. I mean, Sacramento, obviously, um, but the Clippers, that, that's a big round one. I think the winner of that could, could easily come out of the West. Yeah, that's why you say that because Clippers plus sixteen hundred. So in terms of odds, they have the fifth best odds, which is so. I, I think you're right; they're getting a lot of buzz, but like the value's still there in terms of picking them. So I do see that. And I again, I kind of hate myself for saying this, but the Lakers, I kind of don't. I kind of believe, dude. Oh, I like the, the role Anthony players. Davis. Anthony Davis is like he's back. Like in LeBron, still LeBron. I don't know. They've they've gotten flashes. D'Angelo Russell. I don't think he's that great, but he's been the guy they needed uh basically Russell Westbrook to be and a contract um, year for him too he's gonna play he's gonna have to play well if he wants to get paid I think he will and exactly. like that Memphis matchup I think favors them just with you know Vando Beasley yeah. they're role players against Memphis especially without Steven Adams I I'm there with you I'm yeah. there with you on that Gilly yeah no so that's that's I, I I'm with you there on the uh the Clippers end and now the Lakers what about you Ali you got any uh any sleepers in the West no, I I couldn't tell you. Um, Come on, go Thunder. <laughs> go go back to go roots. Thunder. I, thunder. thunder. Let's do it. I'm I all mean, in. I, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I'll always root for the fucking Thunder, dude. I mean, I imagine now. This is a big ass, but imagine if that team still it, like if if they had a Chet Holgram on that squad, that is going to be a dangerous and fun NBA team here in the next few years because. They have more picks than I can count, more picks than how many jelly beans are in the jelly bean jar, right? Uh, they've got picks for the next decade. They've got an absolute superstar in SGA. Josh Giddy is the guy at the YMCA that just runs around you in circles and makes every single shot. You're like, why is this guy good? He's not athletic. He doesn't have any sexy moves, but he's just a really, really good basketball player at the end of the day, right? And they don't have any size. Because mainly because Chet's out, but I mean, like, how can you not root for the Thunder? How can you not? No. And if they team. wanted to be good, they could, right? Like, if they got like just assigned a couple guys in the off season, they'd be nasty. So it's like uh... I feel like they accidentally were this good this year. Yep. <laughs> Who's their coach? It's hard. I think his last name is Dignow. It's very hard to say his last yeah. name. He's in running for the coach of the year. Uh, I think it's Mark Dignow. He's done a great job with them, especially without Chet. I think if they have a really good start to next year, they get to the deadlines, some disgruntled start, they have the picks to go get it. Like they can go all in in these next four years with everyone on their rookie deals. You have Shea on his extension. Like that team is going to be really good. Like right, there's, really, really good. There's, there's no rush for them either. Like what's. No. What's the rush? There is none. Everybody, their team is younger than half the teams in college basketball. Like they're younger than Pitt and who yeah. else went deep? My, I think Miami was an older, like their average age was younger than three San Diego state. That's another team that had was an old age. Their starting five is younger than like half of the teams in the tournament starting five. So what the hell's the rush for them? Just play these young guys get them that experience that they need. This is great for them. Uh, If they don't, if their pick isn't up there, who the hell cares? They've got a billion other picks where they're going to have lottery picks for the next decade. So 
who do they who do they play? They're in the play in the play against, uh, against the Pelicans. Oh, yes, I like them two in a row there. I do I think too. They can. I think oh, they yeah. could win a couple games off the Nuggets too in the first round if they get that. I, that's who I want to see. You don't want to see like the Pelicans or Minnesota's not going to get there. Like that's not happening. Um, it, you know the Thunder. I think Jalen Williams is a diamond in the goddamn rough. What a hit for them on that draft pick and you know Giddy SGA. I think they could give Denver. You know Denver will win that series. I think, but they can win a game or two. I think. I think they can. You know they can shock some people. They're going to be like the Pelicans last year but definitely with a better future and not with as many guys that can get injured every other play um, as a good, you know, kind of pesky eight seed. I like the thunder a lot. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, they're, they're, they're a fun team and they're going to be dangerous. Like we said, next few years, we're going to be kind of getting sick of the thunder. I think again, where it's like, Jesus Christ, how do we let this happen? How did we, (laughs) they created a monster, but yeah. Okay. Sorry. That Rudy go bear trade. Worst ever. Trader, Trader Danny at it again. Genius. Never ever trade with that guy. If, I, if I'm a GM, I hang up my phone. I was, <laughs> we were great. I mean, the end of the Boston tenure got a little weird, a little funky, but man, did he, he just knows how to do it. He gets what he wants. He got everything. You got Walker Kessler, who was a better player than Rudy Gobert, and he was like the 26th pick and a throw in. Like, yeah. come on. That's insane. No, Danny's man. He's the man. He's I, I I miss him. I know it was time to move on, but like at the same time, that guy was knows just, ball. What a he run. knows who he knows what he's he doing knows over there. He, knows he does. He does. Except for the time he tried to tried to trade everything for Justice Winslow to trade up and uh, and get him. <laughs> I was in on that because I loved that Duke team, and I was like, Danny, do it. I was I, I was in love with Justice Winslow. I wanted to, to sign him like two summers ago, and he's a and then he agent. just said no. Right? I think he will yeah. offer three firsts. And again, yeah. he had so many. Yeah picks where it was like you kind of had to use them because we yeah. got to the point where you couldn't even have player right where you sign those guys it was a waste yeah yeah exactly. so it was kind of tough but um but no that's that's so funny what about the east who you guys got for uh or do we want to talk busts in the west or sleepers uh, east and i then... mean bust in the west i mean it's it's hard to call them a bust i mean i just look at the top two seeds and i'm really not confident in denver and memphis getting to the conference finals just with the road they have and denver's track record i'm a huge Jokic guy Love Jokic, white man can ball, but what are you going to get out of Michael Porter Jr.? Can Jamal Murray have a bubble run like he did? I mean, if he's if it's that Jamal Murray, then hell yeah, I love Denver going far. But everyone's like, oh, Denver's depth, Denver's depth. Yeah, you got Jeff Green, but like, what else do you got? Like, I, I just I don't see the formula with them. I love Bruce Brown, great pickup. I just don't see where everyone's like leaning on their depth. I don't really know how that comes through for them. They got a lot of young guys they're kind of relying on with, with Brown as well. They can shoot, but if they're not hitting shots and, and Jokic can't get others going, then I see Denver as kind of a round two ceiling. Same with Memphis. Yeah. Not on that boat with them. No, which is cra- It's just so, so crazy. And we've, I feel like we've mentioned this before, but like how like the the trajectory of Memphis whereas like last year and the year before it's like man this team is so fun and now all of a sudden it's like they've become like the team that so many people kind of and I'm not saying that you were saying this but like don't like and they're so unlikable now and they're even hateable by some and they are I mean, hateable. even minus the off the court stuff it was happened before like that where you Dylan Brooks, Dylan like, Brooks. Yeah. yeah exactly and just like the way they do business like it's just like I feel like they are an aggravating team, but not in a way where it was like, man, these guys have a chip on their shoulder. Now it's like they think that they're the Warriors in a way. It was fun. It was fun last year. I'll admit I liked it. Ja was so lovable. And not that he isn't anymore. I know he's had a lot of incidents, but 
just the the shit that Dylan Brooks pulls, the the talk like they've been here, done that. They, they wanted the they, Christmas game at home. It's like okay, yeah. come like on. it's just it's too much. They're too young, and the fact that you're relying on Stephen Adams as much as you are, I love Stephen Adams. My cousin went to college with him. Cool dude, go Pitt. But I don't see how if you're relying on that guy as much as you are, you have some problems. I, I think, and I mean, hell, he he would be a great addition, but. He, it, I, I don't think he's, he's swings anything, but he's supposedly out. He's been warming up, and kind of there's some speculation he'd come back. But oh, it, I thought I saw out, today that loss. they said that he's out, out like that's he, they like said they it's expected, but he's been like warming up before meaningless games, and everyone's like, why would he do all this if he's already ruled out? So okay. we'll see. But Memphis, I mean, they can they have the ability to go on a run for sure, but. I don't know. I think they're still a year or two away, that group. And I think they they really needed to strike at the trade deadline for like an Ananobi or someone. They needed a wing, and they didn't get that. And I think it's going to come to bite them here in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm with you with them as a kind of a, a potential bust here that feels like coming into the season, you kind of, if you thought they'd be the two seed, you'd be like, oh, man, they're making a run. And it feels like they just backed their way into the playoffs, just like the Nuggets where it's, I and again, it's not everything especially when teams are uh, benching guys. But like, I think out of their last 10, both of those teams are about 500, which the is Nuggets never were bad to finish. They were like seven and 10, like over the last month or so. And it was, yeah, it wasn't pretty. And they had some, like they lost to like Houston, I think. And it's a lot of head scratchers when they're actually playing guys and they really need their big three to play as well as possible all the time. I just don't think MPJ is that guy. And I think Jamal Murray, you got to give him this year to get back to it. And it's yeah. taken a lot of time. So We'll see. I don't know. Definitely some potential, but I think those are teams that are probably round two ceilings in my eyes as how they've been playing as of late. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Any any other busts, Sally, or do you want to move on to the East? Well, just from a very casual NBA, not even fan perspective, like the Grizzlies are definitely the least likable team in the playoffs, in my opinion, just because the John Morant fake gangster stuff going on, like get your head out of your ass here and NBA superstar. Why are you trying to be a thug is it, that narrative. Dylan Brooks is an asshole. I still don't know if I like him or not, but like he's definitely does some cringy shit. Um, and nobody really respects them at this point, but that could also make them a sleeper at the same time. Like, yeah. uh, do they really deserve to be the two seed? Nobody's taking them seriously. Um, but we'll see. Uh, if they had I, another big, I feel like I would believe a little bit more. But yeah, no Aaron Clark Jackson, either. Aaron Jackson Clark Jr. always gets, gets hurt. I mean, it gets uh, in foul trouble. He's also an injury yeah. risk. Like he's, uh, they can't stay, have him stay on the floor. But no, if they, they I go, mean, they're, if, they're still going to be good in a couple of years, right? They're going to make a real run. Yeah, the but. future's bright. But I, I think the thing this year, if they go to L, if they get LA, which I think it's going to be the matchup, game three on the road. Crypto.com arena. I still hate that. That's the name of it. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> but if they, that crowd, it's a real crowd. Playoffs have not been, especially for the Lakers. I mean, that bubble, they had the bubble championship and then they had the play in game, which I mean, there wasn't really crowds there for, for that when they lost to uh, Phoenix. But if that crowd can get to the Grizzlies early, the Lakers are going to have a hell of a chance in that series, especially if they capitalize and get in a game on the road or two. Like that's a good point. East, how are East. we feeling about the East? You got any? Who were the sleepers? Who are we? Who are we looking out for? And obviously, we still have the play-ins. We're recording this on a Tuesday. We've got play-in games starting tonight, so the the end of that uh, the bracket is yet to shape out. But what are you thinking? 
I mean, it's it's hard to not. I mean, I have two. I have a legit sleeper. I think that could make a run. You have to. You always have to mention Miami. You no, have you have to. And I, but the thing is, I don't blame you. Play, if they play this, I just you have to say it because they're the Heat. They're they're yeah. gonna grit and grind you for a little bit for a game or two. We'll get to the Celtics if that's the matchup. I like the Celtics in six there still, but Jimmy Butler. The, the whistle that guy can get and just the the determination to not let his fucking team lose. He is just a goddamn baller. I respect the hell out of that guy as much as he annoys me. I still think about that three-point shot that could have fallen, you know. I was just going to say, people forget. Like, they were that was one shot. They were one shot he, away of, of doing that against the Celtics. He can will that team. Their offense is goddamn abysmal. I think the factor this year for them, Kyle Lowry still had a little bit of something last year. They're going to dump his ass this summer whenever they can. Whoever will take that contract. I don't know who will. They might have to stick it out for that third year. But I think him being such a factor last year is not going to be the case this season, which I think really is going to minimize their chances you know, of making a run, especially at Boston, if that's who the matchup is. Uh, my real sleeper is Cleveland. I think Donovan Mitchell, if he can get on a heater, he's been on a heater all year long. I like them against New York. I still think that goes six or seven, that four or five. I'm going to be watching every game of that. Even though I'm going to be on my honeymoon, I'm still going to have to check that out. It's going to be a great series. Uh, but Cleveland, if they can get to round two and see a Milwaukee team that, you know, they have the size to, to play with Milwaukee. And I think they have a player in Donovan Mitchell who's a true number one. Uh, th- that's a potential conference finals team, I think. Uh, just with the year they have, the bench is the only thing that really scares me with them. Obviously, no Kevin Love anymore. I mean, they're playing a Coro. They have Lavert, Dean Wade, as much as you want to read into that guy. They could probably really go only a legit six on that team. And that's Ricky Rubio thing. never came back, right? Yeah, he just he didn't have his legs after the ACL. And I mean, great signing. I'm glad they brought him back for the vibes. But the bench is probably what kills them. But if their six can, you know, have, have a good round one and round two. Uh, they have a chance. I mean, Milwaukee's so tough. They, they probably lose that series, but I, I think they have a, good, a better chance than New York does against Milwaukee, at least in round two. That's a fun round one matchup, as you mentioned, of that being a kind of a must-see. And even, I, I love the storyline, too, of Donovan Mitchell, basically like the Knicks not doing enough to go out and get him, right? And it's like he wanted to be a Nick. And it's like, all right, I'm going to show he you just, why you fucked just, up. Just trade RJ Barrett. Like, come on. I, I was so, I was like, just get, I as much as, you know, they're in the East, they're, you know, the rival. I would have loved to see Jalen Brunson. The defense on that team would have been awful. But Jalen Brunson <laughs> and Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt with Julius Randle, I, that would have been so fun. They probably would have been higher than a, a five seed, I, I think, if you're New York. But, yeah, he's going to have some games in the garden, I tell you. He, he'll come to play, but Brunson's going to come to play, too. That I, that series could easily go seven. There, there's no question. Yeah. Brunson's so good. That hurts. I, I I want to root against Brunson to be honest with you, but I just can't. He's just he's he's so consistently good. Like he's just like one of those guys. It's like ah, he's just crafty around the rim. It like kind of doesn't make sense, right? Body type. You're not like he's not doing anything exceptionally, but he's just just very good at so much, and his game is so well rounded. And he just even his basketball IQ. You talk about a guy like Josh Giddy before Brunson's Genius. up there with the best of them too. Of just like Nova he makes guy. the right decisions. Yeah, yeah. Mavs Mavs screw that up. Big oh, time. Yeah. Mark Cuban saying all that shit about his dad and the parent. Like, no, you could have signed him. You screwed up. Like, that was just so dumb. Like, Mark Cuban, I was like, that is such a rare Mark Cuban Elks. I, I mean, I usually like what he does for that team, but goddamn. I mean, you you messed up. Luca even said he missed him. I think that's what pissed Cuban off more. So they've they I don't think I saw that, that one up royally. 
Yeah, you go out and get Kyrie Irving, and your Luca went from happy-go-lucky superstar to like I don't want to play basketball anymore. I don't understand how they st- like these organizations still think that's a coincidence that the vibes just go from high to way, way low because you just <clears> have to cater your every need to that guy. Yeah. I mean, if you don't sign him, you have the cap space. But I mean, what does that summer even bring? It we, I mean, who knows? You might just keep the asset, give Kyrie, Kyrie whatever he wants, trade him. But man, what a what a big gamble and what a huge failure. Yeah. It's just crazy that teams are still giving him a chance too. Like, and again, maybe this is the final stop where it's like people are gonna be way less into it. But I remember hearing uh, at the trade deadline or near the trade deadline where it was like all these teams were in on Kyrie still. Like I thought it was gonna be the, the trade market was gonna be not much of anything and just like, oh, they're gonna take pennies on the dollar. But it sounded like teams were actually still into it. So at some point that's gonna stop, I think. But I, I mean, I think he either – I think he could retire in the next two years. I think he could be a Laker in the next two or three. He could be on Phoenix when Chris Paul's gone. There's – who knows with that guy. But, God, I, I could just see him retire at some point if, you know, one media member gets uh, a little too personal with him. Uh, he could call it quits. So, we'll see. I don't know. Interesting guy. Experienced it. Liked some of it. Hated most. The Christmas game is awesome. Oh, I remember that. Like yeah, I was great. Was so in. Was so in. He oh, just yeah. uh, he has a way. I see why fans are so delusional. Like I like everyone's like, oh, so it's so good early on. He'll he'll drop 40. He'll say, This is my city. And then he'll just leave you in the dust whenever you, you don't have uh, any worth to him anymore. It's just, just so talented guy. too. That's what's brutal. He'll do stuff like that. You don't even oh, see so a highlight like during all time. Like yeah, yeah just like casual things where it's like I remember the first time I saw him live, it was like just I forget the most subtle thing of just like doing some slick little no look behind the back pass. And it wasn't like a major, major highlight, but it was like that was so casual. Like that was like not a huge moment in the game, really didn't get any traction in terms of house of highlights or anything. But it was like, holy crap, he just did that. And it just like makes it look so easy. So I I yeah, I bought his jersey. I'm <laughs> luckily a, you get a jersey. It's a Peyton, yeah. Peyton Pritchard jersey now. <laughs> just, Everyone just went for around. They put everyone put Cantor on it at first, and they put Pritchard like just you know just put some tape on it. Don't don't let it go to waste. All right. Anyways, out of the East, I'm gonna be honest with you. As a pseudo Celtics fan, gotta be scared of the Bucks. Yeah. Gotta be. I mean, year in and year out, Giannis carries his team there every single year now. From what I understand, they're not nearly the same defensive team as they have been in the past, which might help might might hurt them. Uh, and the Celtics have been a top five, I think, offense and defense efficiency team. So they have that going for them. But at the end of the day, Giannis will literally die on the court that rather than, than lose. So th- from a, like I said, pseudo Celtics fan, that's definitely the biggest concern. I think Eastern Conference Finals. You should really not stress too much there uh, to get there anyways. Uh, but i like to hear your take. Real quick, real quick. Well, we we uh, await uh, Lance's uh, little response there. Really just want to do a quick little little ad read here while we're talking about the NBA playoffs. Um, 
as everyone knows, we're partnered with DraftKings Sportsbook. Get on the get in on the NBA playoffs action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets. All caps, $150. If their team wins, obviously. Um, download the app now and sign up with uh, code SSBT. That's code SSBT only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions do apply. Terms and conditions at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Sorry about that. Um, You're getting better. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was a new one. That was a new one. There are a lot of new numbers there. I don't, I, again, we're, we're doing what we're, we're supposed to be in terms of where the ad reads pretty hand plucked States there. I'll be honest with you. Did not expect to read a, a, a Kansas phone number, but here we are. <laughs> so back to the Celtics real quick in terms of uh, some potential um, NBA futures odds maybe at stake there, but how are you feeling generally as Oliver is kind of leading into that for you, Lance? You know, I mean, I'm I'm confident in this team. I think just remember talking to you guys last year, you know, you had a feeling, but you didn't want to get too high. You're playing the Nets in round one. And then, oh, you know, we'll see if you get through them. They do, you know, and then you get Milwaukee. Oh, I don't know. And you get Miami. I don't know. And then, hell, they're in the NBA finals last year. I mean, this year they're more experienced. They had a terrific start. They had some bumps. Everyone's oh, out on them. Lost the first seed, you know, Milwaukee. I just love how they match up with the Bucs. I just don't think there's a lot of teams. You could argue Philly, you know, if Philly's to get there. Um, Philly definitely has the size, but it's just, you know, there's these teams, you know, for LeBron early on, it, it was the Boston Celtics. He couldn't get over. He joins Miami, he gets over him. Giannis, yes, he got us one year in 19. Screw Kyrie Irving, that's your fault. He just had, this has kind of been the team for Giannis. And, you know, can this be the year you get over the hump? Possibly, you know, I think it all depends on once again, they had no Chris Middleton last year. Now he gets an MRI right before the end of the season. It's clean. He's good. If he can get back to his true self, it's going to be one hell of a series, but if he still doesn't look right, that's what he doesn't. And he doesn't, he's had his moments. He's had his moments. And I think in a seven game series with a guy who's been, you know, not his best self, you can really game plan for that. You, I don't think he's going to hit the Chris Middleton shots of old unless, you know, he starts playing us. And of course he does. Cause you know, he always he kills, kills us. Yeah. No, for real. <laughs> I want to see, I don't know what his career points per game, especially playoffs like, is against us, but I want to see it. Um, you know, it, it all depends on his health once again, but you know, I think Tatum had a terrific year. Jalen Brown, I think is going to be all NBA. You know, it's all dependent on Rob being healthy. He is he, he's looked so much more bouncy these last couple of weeks. He's looking for his own on offense. I like that. He's coming off the bench. I think you have to keep Derek white in the starting lineup. No matter the matchup. He's been terrific. And I think the difference this year, you have Malcolm Brogdon, 
you have a guy that can come in, give you a scoring punch. They're true six man of the year. Manuel quickly has played better as a starter. Yes, I've seen you guys tweeting it. Everyone yep. agrees. There's just no question about that. I know I've listened to some podcasts. Oh, quickly this, quickly that. He's had to do more. Brogdon is a true six man. And I think that's going to be the real difference this year is having that scoring punch off the bench. You know, if Tatum has an off game in games three, you know, at home, Jalen Brown can pick you up. You also have Malcolm Brogdon who can just carry your offense. I think that's going to be the real difference. Derek White's more himself. Grant Williams is going to be hit or freaking miss. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, we experienced that last year. <laughs> they, they're going to need him, especially against Milwaukee. He's going to just, if he can stop, you know, up faking on every single shot, just literally just shoot when you're open, play good defense, and that's all you need to do for 15 minutes a night. That's all I ask. They have a legit eight they can play. And I think that's going to help them. Everyone's, you know, the Bucks depth, Jay Crowder, and, you know, all these additions. I still think the Celtics have a little more depth. I like the Celtics in, in, in six or seven in that series still, but hell, Milwaukee could win it in six or seven. It's such a toss-up. I just think I, I'm more confident against them this year than I was last. Uh, Drew Holiday is, a, I think, the biggest X factor in that series. If he has, you know, a consistent scoring series where he's scoring 20, 25 a game, that's going to be huge. They can't have off nights. You know, I think there was a graphic. I think when he scored like 50 against Indiana, it was like the Drew Holiday experience. He scored like, I think he went like one for 15 the next night, had like six points. The game before that had like five. <laughs> he's just so all over the place. He's yeah. arguably one of the best perimeter he'll, defenders. I was going to say, world, he'll, but... he'll always bring the, the, the defense. Yeah. But like, what are you going to get on the offensive end with Drew Holiday? It's crazy. Like, the guy's been in the league for 10 plus years at this point now. He's still balling. Um, Love that guy. Yeah, been All on right. so many teams too. Quietly, yeah. like he's just—he's—he's he's still a seventy-six. Around. He's still a seventy-sixer to me, isn't that? Yeah, exactly. isn't, I remember him as a sixer the most, yeah. and then obviously a pelican, and you know comes. To, I, I mean, hell, I wanted Danny to pull the freaking trigger on that when I knew Drew Holiday was available. I was like, do it. I was so in. I, I mean, if I, I think they wanted to try to you know dangle Kemba Walker, and they were not having that. But um, yeah, I love Drew Holiday. I think the smart Drew Holiday matchup, as always, is going to be a fun one. You need a good Marcus Smart. He's looked good. He's, you know, been a little banged up this year. I think that's why the defense hasn't been there. But if he, if he can ramp it up come playoff time, he's just a different beast. And I think this team is, you know, the the downside to them is just playing against superior or inferior competition. They played down to their competition all year. You get in the playoffs. Everyone's there for a reason. I hope they play their best. And I think they can. Uh, I'm really excited about what this team can do. And, you know, Milwaukee, Boston, that's what everyone wants. And I think that's what we eventually get. All right. Couple minutes like left. It. You just you just said we'll get Milwaukee, Boston. Um, I agree. I think that I think the East is pretty chalk. From uh, you know, I don't I don't know NBA at all, but I really do think Bucks, Celtics. That's what we'll see out of the West. I have no idea. Clippers would be really cool, even though I don't care care for them. Uh, Kawhi can turn it on and carry a team. We've seen it. We've seen him carry a team to a championship. So. Out of the West, I don't fucking know. Out of the East, I think it'll be Bucks and Celtics, and we'll get a great seven game, six, seven game series out of that. Um, and closing take, make it quick. Who is in the finals and who's the winner? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to go with my gut here. It's, you know, kind of sounds like chalk, but I am going to go with Boston Phoenix. I think Boston wins that in six. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I I mean, I think if the Suns can get it together, I think, but I know we, we talked about our sleepers. 
We didn't mention Golden State. I said I love the Kings, but hell, who knows that Golden State team? If we can, uh, you know, get Boston Golden State again, hell, that'd be fun. It would probably give me nightmares, but can't, can't cannot count cannot count out the Warriors. You never know. But uh, I like Boston Phoenix and Boston in six. Awesome, Gilly. I'm gonna get crazy here, and I'm gonna say it's one last rodeo, and we get to see a LeBron-led Lakers team oh, against the Celtics. And the Celtics, Celtics in like five or six. I think the Celtics would handle them. Uh, but I just think the West is so messy. I don't know how healthy, like Kevin Durant is healthy now, but like, I don't know. He, he's still that guy, but again, he got swept last year in the first round. So I'm a little, I kind of want to believe it. And I, I just don't, I don't know. Devin Booker's good. He's been on a hot streak, but I, I kind of, I, I kind of like a, a random team to come out there. All right. We're out of time. Lance, thanks for joining us for the record. I want Celtics Warriors rematch. Uh, Lance, thanks for joining us. Good luck this weekend. Good luck on your future and go seize. Thank you, gentlemen.